This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All rise. By the power vested in the nod, this is Vindication Court. Honorable Judge Brittany M. Luce presiding. Today's case, The People vs. Snap Music. Snap Music stands accused of two charges. Charge one, it's terrible. Charge two, Snap Music broke hip-hop's business model. What you are about to witness is kind of real. These are actual black people who have too much time on their hands. Their aim? To redeem people and things reviled and ridiculed by the culture. Instead of writing Twitter threads and yelling in a group text, the parties have agreed to bring their case to be forever settled in our form. Vindication Court. From Gimlet Media, this is The Nod, a podcast about Black culture from Blackness's biggest fans. I'm Eric Eddings. And I'm Brittany Luce. Order in the court. Order in the court. On my docket today, I have The People versus Snap Music. Before we get started today, I wanted entered into the record that I personally enjoy snap music. You know, I might have rocked my hips, then waved, then sipped. But my job here today is to represent the people who hate it. Counselor Eddings, I hope you know I plan to do that thoroughly. I do, Your Honor. Thank you. Are you prepared to give your opening statement? I am. I am. Thank you, Judge Luz. Your Honor, I have a hard task today. Today... I have come to vindication court to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that snap music was falsely accused of being a stain on hip-hop. Your Honor, snap music should and must be redeemed. But before I get to my arguments, I need to present some establishing facts around this case. What exactly is snap music? Well... Let me paint a picture for you. It's October of 2005. You might remember, sadly, George Bush was still president. Mm. Twilight books had just been released. And it's also the month that we became friends at a Howard University house party. A party where we almost certainly heard a song that would change the world. Your Honor, I like D4L's Laffy Taffy entered into the record. Let this classic bop be known as Exhibit A. You are singing along, but I I, I take it that you remember it, Your Honor. Yeah, fondly. So Laffy Taffy's beat was simple but infectious. The lyrics were catchy and easy to learn. And it was so easy to dance to. It was one of the hits that catapulted snap music from the clubs of Atlanta to a nationwide phenomenon. 
Yes, yes, I'm familiar. I was there. I was at those same parties. I, I know the music. Of course, Your Honor. So snap music evolved over time from Atlanta's crunk music. Crunk music was super high energy, but snap music was a little more relaxed and laid back. From 2005 to about 2009, snap music was all over the radio and people's phones as their ringtone. Mm. Get a hot new real tone in the Jamster Monthly XXL plan for only $9.99 a month. That's only 50 cents an item to get bye-bye. Snap music had hits on top of hits. It was inescapable. To further illustrate my point, I'd like to submit exhibits B through E into the record. These hits might sound familiar. Them franchise boys, lean with it, rock with it. Lean with it, rock with it. Lil John, snap your fingers. What's happening? What's happening? Hey! Can't you just feel your white tee blowing in the wind? I didn't wear a white tee at that time. <laughs> but it does make me want to find a pair of forces. Yes. But let's go even deeper. Maybe you remember the R&B snap hit. Like, see pains buy you a drink. So good. <laughs> you know, even folks like Danny D. Kane got in on the action. We in the car, we ride slow. We're doing things that the girls don't do. Danny D. Kane. The boys there. So the beats were very simple, with mostly 808s and synths and snaps to punctuate. And so all of this made the music so, so easy to dance to. And snap music is all about the dancing. So this is Exhibit F. It's a video. So if you could describe the dancing that you see right now. Um, it's kind of like a back and forth, very simple kind of bouncy two-step mm -hmm. that ends with a snap. Yes. And then it goes back and the, it just alternates in direction, right to left, yes. right to left. Seems like anyone could do it. Yeah. So the dancing was such a big part of sap music's popularity. So like people made all these like fun, easy dances to the songs. Like they do kind of like that two-step that you describe. They might throw their foot up in the middle of it, get crazy mm. with it, you know? At least throw it up in the air and catch it. Exactly. Yeah. And so like all of these dances, they only made the songs that much more popular as they rose. So much so that many of the songs became about dancing themselves. You can see this in the titles. They were Walk It Out. Pop, lock, and drop it, and bet you can't do it like me. So it was popular nationwide. It sold a lot of records. It's easy to dance to. Counselor, I have to interject here. That is precisely one of the reasons the genre was indicted on these charges. Yes, people love to dance to the beats because they were so simple, but was the dancing good? Objection, Your Honor. I, I'd just like to say I feel attacked. I was one of those people who liked dancing to snap music. <clears throat> you know, most people don't know this, but... I'm rhythmically challenged, Your Honor. Most people do know this. Regardless, though, when I was dancing to snap music, I felt like Usher. Overruled. That is between you and your God. 
you might have felt like Usher, but everyone else just thought those dances looked silly. Well, I mean, Get Silly was a snap song, so I think that works. Get silly. Don't interrupt me, counselor. You are skating on thin ice. As I was saying, charge number one was that the music itself was terrible. People think snap music dumbed down hip-hop to imbecilic proportions. DJs and rappers at the time would threaten to turn the music off at clubs if they even saw people doing snap dances. People in the industry were ready to fight over this. Mm, yeah. In my files here, I have video of Kay Slay, who is one of the biggest DJs in New York, stopping a Papoose concert because he saw people snap dancing in the audience. This is motherfucking New York, man. If I see a New York nigga in a fucking club going like this. Okay, he's imitating snap moves. You know what I'm saying? I smack the shit out of you, man. You know, you know, violence is never appropriate. Look, I'm just saying, this doesn't look good for your case. I know, I know, Your Honor. So, now, onto the lyrics. Prestige rappers, not just the critics, but the people who actually make and play this music, hated snap music because... The lyrics were kind of terrible. Strong language. People felt the lyrics were dumbed down and nonsensical. Here's a couple lines from Laffy Taffy, let's say. <clears throat> I'm looking for Mrs. Bubblegum. I'm Mr. Chico Stick. I want a dun a dun Oh, oh, the O is important. Because you so thick. <sighs> Look, it's obviously not Biggie or Outcast in terms of lyrical depth. A lot of other rappers thought lyrics like these were silly and gimmicky and not what real hip-hop was about. Rappers started taking shots at them in songs. You know, The Game. I'm not even a fan of The Game, okay? <laughs> He's known for reality television, but The Game. He was massive at the time. And he said in a song, turn on the TV and all you see is the A. You better do like they do if you need radio play. Keep on snapping your fingers, I ain't going away. Like, it just feels, okay. it feels unfair, you Look, know? Okay, how about this? Killer Mike, who's from Atlanta, mm. from Atlanta, he called it bullshit snap pop. Does that sound positive to you? It doesn't sound positive. Okay, he said that the songs were like one big hook. Eric, people really hated this music. Fair. A little bit. I still have one more charge, Eric. You don't have to. And it is a doozy. <clears throat> charge number two. Snap music broke hip-hop's business model. This was the time that people shifted to buying singles and not CDs. Do you recall? I, I do. I do. Okay, and snap music reaped the benefits of that by selling millions of dollars worth of downloads and ringtones. Absolutely. Okay, but a lot of prominent rappers and singers began to struggle from a lack of album sales. Uh. The music industry was at a crossroads, and snap music was a sign that the future might be bleak. I mean, Nas had a whole album called Hip Hop Is Dead. Mm. And it was thought to be in reaction to snap music and how it was taking money out of the pockets of artists. Eric, what could possibly redeem snap music in the face of such serious charges? Do you really think snap music deserves vindication? And respectfully, Your Honor, and, and I would think that you know this. You, you are, in fact, the judge. It's not about what I think. It's about justice. It's about the law. Counselor, if you keep it up, you'll be held in contempt. I'm going to call a short recess. And when we're back in session, we'll hear some of your little arguments. 
Vindication court is now back in session. All rise. All right, Counselor, now that we've all had a chance to cool off, are you ready to present your arguments? Are you prepared to quote-unquote vindicate snap music once and for all? Yes, Your Honor. The evidence I present here today will show that if we look back at snap music, we will have no choice but to clear it of all charges. I'd like to present my first argument. Proceed. Snap music never got a fair trial back in the day. If it were tried today, the charges of snap music just being a silly dance gimmick would immediately be thrown out. The world is a different place now, Your Honor. And the culture has accepted that simple dances that go along with songs are actually a good thing. Hmm. Punishing snap music for its association with simple dance moves, that's like letting a conviction for possessing alcohol stand long after the Prohibition era has ended. (laughs) See, snap music, to me, was ahead of its time. Snap music leaned into the dancing. It made the dancing just as important as the lyrics and the beat. And now even the biggest rappers are embracing dancing in their music and snap music showed them the way. Do you remember this video from last year? Tell me what you see here, Your Honor. See somebody dancing to Kiki, Do You Love Me? Yes. See, this is the In My Feelings challenge. Spread like wildfire. So In My Feelings was a monster song by Drake that was made even bigger because of the dance challenge that people started doing to it on social media. Mm -hmm. And Drake saw value in that. He leaned into the dancing. If that's what people took from the song, he was down. The In My Feelings challenge, Lil Wayne's Uproar challenge, Ray Schwimmer's Mannequin challenge. These aren't niche artists. There's just a lot less stigma around dancing and having fun in hip-hop today. And snap music deserved that space, Your Honor. Yes, Counselor, it's true that times have changed. Sure, I saw value in the pop lock-and-drop-it dance years ago, but I just don't know if that's going to be enough. Don't forget, snap music has been charged with disrupting hip-hop's business model. That's a serious accusation. Well, Your Honor, that's why I want to disprove the notion that snap music broke hip-hop with my second argument for why snap music should be vindicated. Let the record reflect, once and for all, that snap music did not break hip-hop's business model. As most people know, Your Honor, in the early 2000s, people began buying songs online for the first time. Instead of paying $18 for a CD, you could spend 99 cents and just get the hit songs you liked. And people liked snap music. So while sales of CDs nosedived, sales of snap music singles went through the roof. After people stopped buying CDs, snap music gave musicians the blueprint for survival. To prove that, I'd like to play you a song from one of the most controversial, infamous artists from the snap era. Soldier Boy, tell So this is Crank That by Soldier Boy. I'm familiar. <laughs> I, I learned the dance. I learned the dance from YouTube like everybody else. I, I could get through three-fourths of it. Soldier Boy, I'm in it. Why me crank it? Why me roll? Why me crank that Soldier Boy? The 
I don't know that any one snap rapper was more hated than Soldier Boy. Sorry, Ron, I just want to refer to my notes to get this right. Ice T said, <clears throat> sorry about this language. Fuck Soldier Boy, eat a dick, you single handedly ruined hip hop. I think it's easy to say he said it with his chest. Mm. What people really hated, though, was 17 year old Soldier Boy's unprecedented success. Crank That spent seven weeks at number one on the Billboard charts. He sold three million downloads of the Crank That single. Literally no artist had ever done that before. It's one of the top 25 songs of the decade by Billboard. But it would take years before the music industry actually caught on to what really made Soulja Boy so popular. He flooded the internet with mixtapes and videos. He lived on social media. Soldier Boy knew how to use the internet to market himself. His Crank That music video. It reminded you that he had a YouTube channel. When you watched, he got paid. The name of his first album? SoldierBoyTellHim.com. Now, every time his album is being promoted, his website is too. Hmm. When you went to the website, he had links for merch and ringtone downloads. And guess what? He got paid. Now artists know that the money in music doesn't come from the music itself. It comes from touring, merch, and other businesses. They also know that the best way to market those things is to have a relentless internet presence. And Soldier Boy, he paved the way. Snap Music paved the way. And now we must correct the narrative. This is a court of appeals, Your Honor. We can fix this verdict. We can clear Snap Music's name. That is compelling. That's great to hear. So you're prepared to give your verdict. But I must say, we're running out of time, and I have other cases, sir. Is that all you got? Just a second, Your Honor. Did you just tell me to wait? Counselor, are you prepared to continue? Your Honor, I've just been alerted to a shocking piece of evidence. One that I'm sure will prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that Snap Music is innocent. But I need just a few minutes to prepare and confer with my client. Fine, Counselor, but if I'm late to my mani-pedi, your head is going to (sighs) roll. Snap Music's fate will be determined after another short recess. Vindication card is back in session. All rise. Okay, Counselor, are you ready to proceed with your final arguments in favor of Snap Music's vindication? I am. I have one last argument, Your Honor. Okay. Snap music was mostly derided as a dance music fad. One that should have been eradicated to make way for real hip-hop. Songs that have actual artistic and social value. But I think of hip-hop as an umbrella. A really, really big one. And things that are serious and things that are fun and silly can all fit underneath. And actually, Your Honor, there's precedent of that that predates snap music, one that I'm sure you haven't yet considered. And this is the crucial piece of evidence I mentioned, Your Honor. I would like to enter it into the court record as Exhibit H. Have you heard this song from 1991? This is The Humpty Dance. Right, right, correct, by Digital Underground. It was one of their two biggest songs 
And the Humpty Dance was a massive hit. You might have danced to it yourself back in the day. It was really fun. I loved it. A lot of people loved it. But people made fun of it relentlessly. So the lead rapper of Digital Underground was this guy, Shock G. And like sometimes he would go to concerts in character as Humpty. So you wear these like weird fur coats. Yeah, the schnoz, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's a video of Digital Underground performing the Humpty Dance live on the Arsenio Hall show, Better Times. I like to ask you, does, does anything look familiar about this? There is a simple sort of back and forth um, kind of goofy motion um, that does seem familiar. Let me help you out. I'll pause it right here. Okay, so actually, let me ask this question again, Your Honor. Okay. Uh, does any one here look familiar? Um, I don't One of those guys kind of reminds me of Casey or JoJo. But other than that... <laughs> that, Your Honor, is your favorite rapper, Tupac Shakur. Oh. I feel like I've caught you off guard, Your Honor. Counselor, approach the bench. Number one, everyone knows Tupac is not my favorite rapper, so you need to stop spreading that kind of misinformation in a public courtroom. Let that last comment be stricken from the record. I think justice has a sense of humor, Your Honor. And number two, I hardly see how any of this has anything to do with snap music. Jokes aside, Your Honor, I promise this is going somewhere. If if I can continue. <sighs> Proceed. Thank you. Tupac Shakur. Tupac Machiavelli. He's someone who's on many, many people's all-time greatest rappers list. He got his start as a member of Digital Underground. This very ridiculous hit actually helped him break into the industry. What do you have to say to that, Your Honor? I think it's compelling. I think it's interesting. Um, <clears throat> well, well, let's take it a step further. So here is actually an interview with Queen Latifah that I want you to hear, okay? Uh, I can tell you this that people might not know. Did you know that Tupac invented the Humpty Dance? No, that was all him? I didn't know that. Yeah, Tupac came up with the Humpty Dance. I don't think people know that. Like, he did this thing where he thought, okay, well, what if Humpty Dumpty was falling off the wall? He'd be trying to catch himself. And then he started doing that motion, and that's how he came up with that dance. And then the whole group learned it. Before he became his own superstar, he was kind of like their kind of hype man anchor. Right. He, he was the energy on that stage. Yo, that's that insane. Is insane. That's we, a great fact. Your Honor, you, you, you seem a little... Surprised. I have to say, you, you've given me some things to think about. You give, you definitely, you've, you've, you've done something which is rare, <laughs> which has presented me some new information. Fair, fair. I, you know, every now and again, uh, they say a, even a broken clock is right two times a day. You're not typically right two times a day. <laughs> but once, once a decade. Well, this time I am right. Yes, Tupac was the creator of the Humpty Dance. This rapper who came to be known for his insightful, piercing lyrics about life in the hood. He got his start making silly songs so people could dance. He was able to do it all. Hip-hop had space for both sides of Tupac. What precedent are we setting if we condemn the sillier parts of the genre? If we continue to condemn Snap? The significance of this verdict goes well beyond just this one case. And now, if it pleases the court, 
I'd like to give my closing statement. Can I proceed? You may. Thank you, Your Honor. Your Honor, we have a duty here today. A duty to rid snap music of the shame and stigma it's carried since the beginning. People had the nerve to say it would kill hip-hop. The hip-hop I know is not so fragile. To me, hip-hop exists on a spectrum. You know, you've got conscious hip-hop, trap music, silly rap. (laughs) There's dance music, too. Look, it all has its place. In addition, we should recognize snap music and its creators for being some of the first artists to thrive when music went digital. They were truly pioneers. Will you, will you, Judge Luce, allow snap music to ascend to its rightful place on the upper rungs of the hip-hop pantheon. All of this, Your Honor, all these things that I've said here today are why you must return a verdict that snap music has been vindicated. I leave it to you. The defense rests. Well, Eric, I'd like to begin by saying I've taken into account all the charges and the evidence here today. This was a tough decision. Mm There is some information that you presented today, honestly, that I that I heard for the very first time. I was mm. genuinely, genuinely surprised, which is rare in life and also rare coming from you. <laughs> so commendation on that alone. Thank you. Congratulations. I, I, I'll still say that, you know, as you mentioned, hip hop has been silly since the beginning of time. I think we all remember the Adams Family rap. <laughs> yes, that happened. Yeah, it happened. That is a thing that happened. I think we all remember uh, that Tone Loke was on a children's TV show. <laughs> that happened. That also happened. Where he played a talking teddy bear. Yes. But I still do have a difficult time reconciling the sillier aspects of hip-hop with this idea that making money for the genre is a good thing for all artists at any cost. I'm not sure that framework works in every instance. That is something to be wrestled with. And I also just want to note something about Soldier Boy that you didn't mention today. And Soldier Boy is famous for a lot of things. You know, viral dance. We're trying to sell a video game console. Yes. But I remember him best as the man who wiped his tears at Whitney Houston's BET Awards tribute with mm. crisp $100 bills. Mm. That is true, Your Honor. Maybe his greatest achievement. I don't know if you know this, but um, I did some quick research. Soldier Boy's net worth is estimated at $30 million. Still? Wow. Okay. <laughs> to this day, according to Google. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, the foresight that he showed with all of his marketing genius that you yeah. mentioned, I think that it had something to do with that. I think mm-hmm. that, that he saw value that has now obviously paid out in, in dividends. Yeah. He planted a seed. And it grew to a mighty oak tree. And I don't think that any of that would have been possible without snap music. That's true. You know, it's given us so much. It's given us Lil John. And Lil John has given us so many hits with Usher. And also gave us T-Pain. And that gave us T-Pain's Tiny Desk concert at NPR. <laughs> and I just, I, I want to be fair and impartial, but I also have to say what's on my heart. So by the power vested in me, in the case of the people versus snap music, I hereby rule in favor that all charges against snap music are now dismissed. Order. Order in the court. 
Wow, Your Honor. I, I, I'm actually just surprised. I thought by the direction you were going with your verdict that things were going to go a different way. But I just want to say thank you because I feel like justice has been served here today. You know, I appreciate you saying that, but this is not something that I'm doing personally for you. I want you to understand that I think that the music and the merits of the music stand on their own. Snap music deserves this. So that being said, Vindication Court is now adjourned. The Nod is produced by me, Eric Eddings, with Brittany Luce and Kate Parkinson-Morgan. Our senior producer is Sara Abdurrahman. This episode was edited by Sarah Saracen. Fact-checking by Max Gibson. The show is mixed by Cedric Wilson. Additional music in the show by Cedric Wilson. Special thanks to Saeed, T. John Thomas, and Matthew Bowe 